terrorists. You see soldiers marching with orders to knock it out the park. And we all about this morning, yeah. And it's all about this morning, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know we about to run it. And you know we about to run it. Yeah, 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 get it across state lines. King's disease going, Katie going, straight five. All next, like a starting for the net. Face to face, I might suit up for the mess. YC, OGs represent the Jets. I'm applying pressure, I see why she press. When she with me, she Gorilla SNS. And then yes, I'm stepping to my last breath. I'm bigger than algorithms, that's why I'm being direct. Used to play McGruff, freestyles on cassette. Patties and cocoa bread, stoke trees from the bread. Why the D's and the feds watching? Before New York had blood, before LA had sugar. Before the South had Percy Miller a thug. I was home reading a book. Top speed, probably a blunt. I can't a sprite and a chopped cheese. That was a machi. I ain't commercialized, how can they stop me? Got two bits up in the air, top of the steps like rock. Top of picking up clothes, I got a personal shopper. Got a Grammy, got an Emmy next to Tony or Oscar. Yeah, 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 get it across state lines. King's disease going, Katie going, trade five. All next, like a starting for the net. Face to face, I might suit up for the Mets. YG's, OG's represent the Jets. I'm applying pressure, I see why she press. When she with me, she for real, SNS. And then, yes, I'm stepping to my last breath. Oh, yeah. Now I'm just playing. Yo, welcome back to another episode of King Known Uncensored. We got new music Fridays for the week of November 11th. But before we get there, right, we got some other shit to talk about before we get there. So, we got NBA shit to talk about first, right? This is NBA music talk and shit, so we're going to give it to you. Now, I know y'all tired of hearing about these losing ass niggas, but I got to report interesting teams, even if they involve those uh, LA losers. So, the Lakers' current players and management are not on the same page, and they want Bradley Beal. Um, <laughs> I got two things on this. Thing number one is, are y'all sure y'all want to bring in Bradley Beal? Because uh, y'all motherfuckers going to be gone. Why y'all talking all that bullshit? A majority of y'all, except LeBron James, going to be up out of here. Because let's, let's keep it a bean. There ain't nobody that wants LeBron James at this age. Nobody. They don't want LeBron at this age because they feel like he'll either fuck the team chemistry up with his style of play, number one. Number two, he's older. And number three, LeBron has not been healthy since 2020. And ever since he got to the Los Angeles Lakers, 2019 injured, 2021 injured, 2022 injured. He's been injured in every one of those seasons. And it's getting to the point where excuses, you should be out of excuses right now. Father time is undefeated. And he's going to show with LeBron James that even in a close game, father time got a game winner for your ass. Now, 
And thing number two, do you want Bradley Beal, who's the second highest play, paid player in basketball? So you're, I understand that you're going to get money for Westbrook, but I don't. I hope you don't think that you're you're going to attain LeBron and Anthony Davis and Bradley Beal because a lot you can't trade that many players outside of Davis, Westbrook, and LeBron. You're going to trade Westbrook back to Washington? Nigga, what? Nigga, who? Lakers are not thinking. You're coveting Bradley Beal for what? I don't think Bradley Beal would go to Los Angeles. Especially if LeBron's there. I don't see it happening. I don't see Bradley Beal using his no trade clause. I think he's loyal to Washington. And that Lakers team is 2-10. Washington Wizards have a way better record than the Lakers right now. I am pretty sure he's not going to waive that no trade clause. And it's another example of rich niggas making poor decisions. Because my thing is, there's no way that this team could get Bradley Beal. No way in hell. I don't care how much you want him. You're not gonna, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Never gonna fucking get it. You're not gonna get Bill. Sorry, fakers. Hate to break it to you. Hate to disappoint your hopes and dreams, but your season's a watch. And the reason why the Lakers and the players want, uh, uh, you know, these niggas, these niggas got the audacity to demand that the Los Angeles Lakers trade those first round picks. You do realize this is 2027 and 2028 first round picks, right? I know a lot of y'all are not going to be on the team forever, but you're going to fuck this franchise up even more. Palinka is waiting it out. Is waiting for the best deal available. That's what he's waiting on. He's waiting on the best deal available. The Lakers want shit done now. The Lakers and the team and, you know, AD, you know what I'm saying? How the fuck you gonna demand something and you suck ass? Make it make sense. Make it make sense, nigga. They want team to trade first round pick seasons and not waste another season a LeBron, high level LeBron year. LeBron's not playing at a high level. Don't let those stats fool you guys. Those stats have no fucking impact on winning the basketball game. A lot of that man's points is during while they're down 20, 25 points. Niggas is weird.
And speaking of former Lakers, Kyle Kuzma had a breakout game. He had 36 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists last night. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It's lit. It's lit as fuck. I tell you. It's good to see all the former Lakers that they traded away doing well on other teams. Look at Clarkson. Look at Randall. Look at uh, Kuzma. Look at, um, you know, all of them. Except, I mean, Andre Drummond's thriving on the Bulls. And I, you know, you know I hate Andre. Who else played with LeBron that's thriving and eating? Or Ingram. Ingram's killing the game. Josh Hart killing the game. Abitsa Zubak killing the game. The Bucks want to trade Grayson Allen. That's strange. Wonder what happened with, with, with those those guys. I wouldn't trade Grayson Allen if I were them. I would rethink that. Unless you're getting a high level, God level piece back. If I'm the Bucks, I want all the pieces that I could possibly have for a deep playoff run. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are trying to re-engage on the Jay Crowder trade. I heard the Golden State Warriors want him. I mean, what's stopping y'all? I can see a DiVincenzo Crowder trade or Jermichael Green Crowder trade. I mean, or they could give up one of those young guys, but I wouldn't do that for old-ass Jay Crowder. What the fuck am I saying? But I think Crowder can help them, though. Let's move on to New Music Fridays. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we have Hit Boy and Nas once again with King's Disease 3. Man, Lord knows I was excited for this when I heard that this was coming out. Nas announced this date quick, didn't he? We're going to get it in, man. We're going to talk about this King's Disease 3, man. Is it the best album released in the calendar year? We will find out. Ghetto Reporter. I mean, self-explanatory. As he explains his career and what he thinks. I fuck with that. That was pretty solid. Legit. It's dope as fuck because... Again, Nas is on his storytelling shit. Son. Um, this is basically like, you know, Queens nigga slang. He talks about the, the slang growing up in the neighborhood. I fuck with Son, and then and then he then he had throws a line at Jay Z. Like. I'm listening to Take Over. He said he's listening. He saw Ether on title, and then he said he, he was listening to Take Over again, and like this shit ain't over. The classic 2001 battle, very dope references. Michael and Quincy, pretty solid. Fuck with Michael and Quincy. Thirty Summers, basically the sequel to Twenty Seven Summers, and um, this is pretty good. Although it's tight, it's not fucking with 27 Summers. I'll tell you, 27 Summers is like one of 50 of Nas's best songs, y'all. Hood to Hood, pretty solid. Recession Proof, I like it. 
Reminisce, I love the Mary J. Blige sample on there. Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about Legit, though. I love the fucking Five Heartbeats sample. That shit is fire, how they had Eddie Kane and then Choir Boy at the end. That's slick. Serious interlude. I fuck with that. Is that BJ the Chicago kid singing? Because I know that voice from somewhere. I'm on fire. I expected a little bit more out of I'm on fire, but it's not a bad song. What the fuck? Shaking my head. Um, what I can say is I like the second half of uh What the Fuck in SMH. I, I fuck with that second half. First half was kind of boring. Not gonna hold y'all. But I'm loving um, the second half of that record. Once a man, twice a child. It's basically um, Nas talking about how, you know, when we get old, we go back to uh, the child stages. We need a diaper. We can't control our piss. We act childish get light that shit is jumping I fuck with that first time man first time is incredible that's one of them songs that could make the top 100 as Nas details hearing uh, other people hearing Nas for the first time and Nas first time hearing other artists beef is self explanatory it's probably my least favorite record on here though don't shoot self explanatory I like the second half of Don't Shoot more than the first one. Till My Last Breath is the, is the track um, that I played on the intro. I mean, that track is probably the best song on here. Definitely my favorite. All in all, King's Disease 3, no disrespect, but it doesn't live up to the other predecessors. But that doesn't take away how great this project is. Is it a classic? No. The first two King's Diseases, you can definitely say it's their classic albums. Magic, I think Magic was even better than King's Disease 3. But at the same time, it's the same difference between an A and an A+. Or an A- minus and an A. Let me rephrase that. I say the difference between King's Disease 3 and the other King's Diseases is as comparable as... An A to an A minus. They're very close. Don't get me wrong. But it's definitely the weakest offering of the other projects that Hitboy and Nas have collabed on. But it's still a very dope body of work. And I definitely, a lot of these songs definitely will get played in my ride. Let's move on to Glorilla. We got the debut project from Glorilla. It's basically an EP. That's what she says that it is, and that's what we're going to go with. So this isn't Glorilla's debut album. You know, last year's Rookie of the Year candidate. Well, this year's Rookie of the Year candidate. Because we on the next year on the King Known Calendar, baby. Let's get it in. Glorilla. Anyways, life's great, EP. No more love. I mean, you know, she's just talking about the people that have fucked her over in the past. 
from exes to former colleagues to former friends. Very interesting. I kind of enjoyed the song because, you know, everyone has gone through it. Fat and all. Um, this is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. This is all right. Not tripping off that. Tomorrow 2 featuring Cardi B. I'm glad that Glorilla put her big songs on here. That way this project could sell. Because a lot of artists don't never put the fan favorite songs on the record. They always put some new songs. And most of the new songs don't hit like the singles. So I do admire that. Um, tomorrow too. I didn't care for the original tomorrow. But when Cardi hopped on the remix, it definitely upped the ante for this record. And I love it. Megan's, uh, that's crazy. Megan's, uh, homeboy must have wrote Cardi's verse. That's completely fine. Uh-uh is exactly what I think it should be. Uh-uh. Because this is probably the worst song on this album. I don't like it at all, even though I love the second verse. But this is definitely the weakest song. Definitely, uh, average don't like it at all. Blessed featuring Yo Gotti. Um, it's not for Yo Gotti. This track is just average. I don't see the hype and the fuss behind Blessed. Everybody was uh, getting behind Blessed like this was going to be a big record. I mean, it's hot, but I don't see it. I mean, God, without Gotti, this track is just average. Get That Money featuring Nikki Poo. Um, well, what I can say is, um, this is a decent song. This is just basically about, you know, guys are asking for pussy, you know what I'm saying? Why don't women ask for money? Nut Quick. Um, I actually like Nut Quick. I think it's a, uh, it's a single for sure. I definitely like Nut Quick, man. Fuck Nigga Free. Obviously, it's the best club banger of uh, 2022. Um, I definitely enjoy that record a lot. Um, I didn't like it at first, but it ended up growing on me, and I get the concept, and I understand. She really wasn't attacking men. She was attacked attacking bitch ass niggas so out loud thinking this was pretty much a solid closer um i definitely enjoyed it um overall glorilla anyways life's great we gotta you know glorilla is still a raw artist and a couple of the problems that i had with the project i mean she's using the same flow on every song and a lot of those people that use the same flow on every song don't last that long. Ask the baby. That. Okay, that's cool. But switch it up a little bit sometimes. You know, that flow you got is cool. But in order to last long, you know, you don't want to die out with the 
this group of rappers. You don't want to die out in a year and a half or two. You want to last eight to ten years. You know what I'm saying? But the songs, you know, they surprise me a little bit. Even though the subject matter is pretty much the same about ex-boyfriends and fucking on niggas. You know, I, you know, that's why I appreciate tracks like No More Love and Out Loud Thinking, you know, it's substance in those. But I think that Anyways Life's Great was surprising a little bit. I wasn't expecting uh, to like a majority of it, but it's a pretty decent project. Definitely worthy of checking out. Even though I don't think that Glorilla is the best rapper or the best female rapper for that matter. But she makes up for it with a, a, a dope personality, a distinct flow, and voice. Now let's move on to Wizkid, Money and Love. Now you know, I've been fucking with the Afrobeat niggas lately. You know, ever since I fucking went to Mexico, you know what I'm saying? You know that look and that and those songs you know what i'm saying they hit pretty different i mean he's coming off of a classic album made in lagos which was released in 2020 so let's see what WizKids 2022 offering has to offer us i mean WizKid is probably one of the you know faces of afrobeat alongside burner boy you know what i'm saying so we checked out Burner Boy's shit. Let's check out WizKid. Money and Love. Pretty dope way to start the project off. I like the song. I expected a little bit more out of balance. But still a pretty decent song. Bad to Me was fire. I fuck with Bad to Me. Two Sugar with featuring A or A or Star. Fire. Every Day. Pretty solid. Slip and Slide featuring Shinsia and Skilly Bang. Fire. I love that shit. Deep. Dope. Flower Pads. Pretty solid. Wild featuring Nayara Marley and Skepta. Or Naira Marley, I should say. Yeah, Skepta. Skepta did well on that verse. Pressure was fire. Plenty Loving was cool. Special featuring Don Tolliver was alright. Frames, who's gonna know, is probably my favorite song on that project. Fire as closer. Overall, Wizkid. Wizkid is one of the uh, better artists that are out there. Definitely one of the top uh, Afrobeat artists, if not the top. He's the creme de la creme of his sound and of his way. Um, and More Love, Less Ego is definitely a fire album, man. Definitely worthy of listening to. Definitely going to get some spins. Definitely going to get some spins. Dope to play when you're on a vacation or on an island. We knocking these down pretty fast. Next up, we got 
Oh, last up, I should say. We got Young Blue's new album, Tantra. Man, yo. I'll just talk about it when I'm done reviewing it because wow is all I can say. You know, he's coming off a of Moon Boy. So we expect nothing but fire from this. Don't forget me. Great way to start the album off. What type of games? Um, it's basically a play on uh, DMX's How's It Gonna Going Down. Um, but here's the thing, though. Moneybag Yo already did this. So, you know, he gets a .5 knocked off for originality. But I still enjoyed the song. It doesn't take away from how cool the song is. One of those nights featuring Fabio Foreign, Fire. Definitely one of my favorite songs on here. Dope-ass song. Definitely gonna get some play in the ride for sure. And I don't even like Fabio Foreign like that. But I fuck with that song. Fire Inside featuring Zane. This is an obvious ploy for radio spins and for pop appeal. I'm pretty sure this might pop up on the charts. But honestly, this is my least favorite song on um, Tantra. Definitely my least favorite. It's not mediocre, though. It isn't a mediocre song. Fuck her face. I love it. I love that song. Dope song. The real side, definitely tough. I love that record. Dope ass record. Love in a Way featuring Nicki Minaj, fire. Definitely enjoyed this record. Nicki had a good verse. You know what I'm saying? I may not like Nicki Minaj as much as other female artists, but she killed that shit. Gotta give her credit. And then just this whole entire song and concept is great. Freak Freak featuring Kelly Rowland, fire. Yo, I knew when I heard the song, I was, you know, I wasn't aware that Kelly was on the song. Um, but Kelly Rowland and Young Blue bodied this shit. Life Worth Living. Man, that's a hard one. I'm going to say that this is my favorite song on this album. Um, Life Worth Living with French Montana. This is fucking fire. This is fucking dope. I fucking enjoyed it. It's fucking awesome. Um, Rich Killers. Rich Killers is also dope. Bad Low Vibe is exactly what the track says. It's definitely a Bad Low Vibe. Dope ass song. Your Love is Dangerous featuring Lucky Day. Another great song. Yeah, this motherfucking Young Blue is not missing, man. This bitch hitting. Soul Child featuring Lil Wayne. I love the music Soul Child sample. <coughs> Excuse me. Lil Wayne versus is fire. But Young Blue Parts is just, man. This is a dope, another great record. No Good Decisions. Another one that's that's that's, that's fire. Feel It Inside with uh, Ty Dolla Sign. I think without Ty Dolla Sign, this record is just average. But I definitely enjoy the record. Hard to find. 
that's another mid-pack. Wasn't a big fan of this. Probably the uh, second weakest song on here. Walk Through the Fire featuring Neo. Incredible. Incredible record. Overall, this is easily Young Blue's best body of work. Hands down. Tantra is not a classic album, but a very dope album. I definitely enjoy this whole, uh, most of this project, maybe about 90% of the project, 89% of the project, I should say. But this is very cool, man. I, I, I like, Young Blue's definitely gotten better as not only a rapper, but as a singer and a, as a songwriter. He's a multi-genre type of guy. And I wasn't sure if he was going to last. But now that, you know, the Marais, the uh, 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 the Rod Waves, the, um, who else does what Young Blue does? I'm trying to remember. I think those are the main three artists that do that type of music. And I have to say that uh, Young Blue definitely executed. And I was completely shocked on how good this album was. But Moonboy was dope. But Moonboy had me question, was it the guest on Moonboy that made it good? Or was it him? And after Tantra, we realized that it was Young Blue. Alright, that is my show. This is King Known Uncensored. New Music Fridays, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening. We are on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and Anchor.